0: We're
1: live. Yay.
2: We're I'm Welcome dead. back, John.
1: I'm dead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm I, <bet. coughs> I got that. I got that Irish.
1: Yeah, that con crud from being <laughs> at
3: that Ireland convention I was clearly at. That intercontinental crud. Oh,
1: there you go. Oh, yep. you found I'm me. angry that he actually tried to to it together. Of one, yeah. I'm actually angry
3: yeah. about that. Uh, yeah, can't even gone for a few weeks. Tell us how the, how the trip go? How the how the wedding go? Oh, I was fans fans. know. first off I'm married
1: now. So now I have this ring
3: on my left hand. Nice. That I keep losing. So <laughs> Yep, sounds about Does right. Does it slide off easily? Isn't it supposed to like just like be no, a it, part it, like, of your it, finger? No, it ta- for now it on? takes
1: a bit to to remove. It's just like I'll remove it to like wash my hands and then since I'm not used to wearing a ring, I won't notice it's missing sure yeah. so it's just I a thought case. you were of-
3: supposed to like not take it off for like washing or anything like that
1: um I mean if you do if you keep washing it like that eventually it will like wear off the finish so
3: oh okay
0: makes sense hmm.
1: but yeah no um I'm married now and as you can see it's gone great because I'm sick <laughs> <laughs>
3: no yeah. no do, i I'm do you happy. feel different is there did you so, Did you level up so here's the thing everyone makes the joke everyone terms? makes the joke like
1: it's a big deal like it's really not it's yeah. really like it just you realize it's just now it's just a title sure
0: for like legal tax purposes it is kind of a big deal but like that's well the yeah only, for that it is <laughs> that's the only thing that changes yeah
1: like the only big thing we have to worry about is we have to get reese's name legally changed that's about it
3: Right. right, so she's taking your name. Yep. Cool.
1: Otherwise, yeah, no, it just everything's just the same, really. Cool. Uh, what wasn't the same was the honeymoon because that was cool and had some downers at the same time.
3: Sure. Let's hear it. You went to, so you went to Ireland.
1: <coughs> yeah, our honeymoon was <coughs> in first Ireland. First class. How was that? That was amazing. We had like crazy ass pod beds that could like recline all the way down to the floor nice and stretch out fully like there was so much leg room um, they gave us like proper like three course meals and uh, constant drinks free Wi-Fi it was great it was awesome I think it ruined the flying experience for me forever
0: totally I could see that
1: yeah <laughs> I can't do that again, man. No, <laughs> no, it's go got to be that. It's been too good. Well, here's the yeah. thing: on the way back, we just did standard economy, and man, that sucked so
3: much.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could see I that.
3: Bet. Yeah, I've never done first class anywhere, and, I, and yeah, I guess maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, it probably it, makes it, more
0: of a difference for those long flights, though. Like in. An, hour to three hours whatever but like for something like that i'm sure you felt it on the way back yeah well the
1: problem was originally we bought it so we would sleep on the flight and i could not sleep yeah so so i just spent like the whole time on the internet just like asking twitter for questions basically
0: yeah i saw that i asked you sup
1: (laughs) yeah yeah nice so yeah um getting there was interesting so we lost a day off the honeymoon
3: oh that's right because of snow
1: yeah so a snowstorm hit the day we were leaving and uh as a result my
3: dad sent me photos of his yard you guys got like 18 inches in like one night or something like that (coughs) something crazy like in a few hours disaster yeah. yeah
1: so we normally we just call for a taxi and uh it picks us up in like 20 minutes and then we're at the airport in another 30 but uh no taxis were responding I called one place and they said the wait time was 80 minutes. Doesn't Calgary have Uber? Yes. Yeah. So I tried calling an Uber as well and it said it was 12 minutes away and then uh, the Uber never showed up.
0: Oh, I could. Yeah.
1: So we had no choice but to drive and man, that was a disaster. (laughs) So we left our house with maybe two hours to spare and we got there too late. It took us, I think, an hour to an hour and a half to get to the airport. So yeah. double to triple the length of the drive. Yep. Deerfoot was going at basically like 20 kilometers. And then when wow. it, it started actually moving, we got up to like 60. And for reference sake, sure. that road is 100 to 110.
0: Normally. Yeah, that's yeah. our version of the freeway for anybody who is wondering what that road is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we got there and we parked and we got ran into the gate and they said yeah it's a, it's too late to use the machines to check in your flight here get in the queue line and then we can see what we can do and the queue line was full of people that from our flight that also missed the flight and another flight leaving at the same time that also missed their flight yeah so we it we were not going to be able to do anything we we were on hold with WestJet who we were flying with for like 50 minutes the entire drive to the airport and uh, they're like yeah you're not getting on that flight yeah. it's impossible so man it sucks uh, originally we were supposed to fly to New York wait in New York for four hours and then take a flight a red eye from New York to straight to Dublin instead we had to we just went back home and we're told to come back the next day fly to Toronto and then take uh, a red eye from Toronto to Dublin a bit earlier so we were supposed to land in Dublin at 9.30am and instead the next day we landed at
0: 5.30 okay Mm-hmm.
1: So basically, like at six a.m. a day later, we got into our hotel in Dublin and then just like passed out. Yeah, sure. Uh, we lost a day, but thankfully it was a day we were just going to recoup anyway. So we, we hopped on one of those. Like they had a tour bus where you could just hop on and hop off whenever you see one. Sure. So we went okay. around. We went around the town, checked out a couple sites. Uh, one of the sites Reese was the most excited to go to was closed the day we got there.
2: That's
0: too so bad. that
1: was good thankfully there was the site uh the book of kells it's like one of I the no idea what that is. it's one of the like ancient uh scripture books that they had in uh in ireland and also they have like this giant like floor-to-ceiling library there as well mm-hmm. we okay. were lucky that we got in the next day it, it happened that they were actually taking the day off to turn the pages of the books so they could actually be displayed. So, yeah, no, you laugh, but that's actually what they did. No, I
3: can I can see that. That's just yeah. a, what a funny concept. That's so good. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, Wing Wolf brings up a good point. Apparently, had we flown into New York that day, um, there was a tornado watch, so our flight might have been delayed.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah you
0: you miss some weird weather even on the way back, which we'll get yeah. to. Yeah.
1: Um. So we spent the 2 days in Dublin just wandering around and just checking out things. It was it was really fun. We actually a bunch of fans recognized us on the street.
0: I saw that. That's pretty yeah. great. Yeah. Happened. Were they
3: all from Dublin or did was it a bunch of UK fans that knew you were going to be in Dublin so they decided to take a weekend trip and try and find you Pokémon Go style?
1: They were both from Dublin. Uh <laughs> one of them one of them was like I'm going to head downtown and see if I can catch you and then accidentally bumped into us. And uh the other uh was i think going to work or something like that and happened to be where we were just walking by the funny thing was so the first one was trying to find you one was trying to find us the other one bumped into us accidentally
3: oh man that first that's kind of weird no
1: i mean yeah but i've seen weirder things i guess i'm numb to it out there
0: that he was gonna be there though
3: yeah true it just was funny the
1: first (laughs) person the first person found us less than two minutes after we left our hotel That is weird. That's very weird. That part is weird. We started walking down the street and this guy walks up and he's like, excuse me, is your name John? I'm like, oh my God, no way. (laughs) And he was super nice. He's like, yeah, here's some things you should check out. Here's some stores I think you might like.
3: Yeah, that's cool. But like, it's cool that he wasn't like, oh, I'm going to (laughs) murder you now. But like, that's weird. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there's at least like a 60% chance he had been waiting outside that hotel for an hour.
1: No, he actually, we watched him get off a bus, so. But he was driving. <laughs> <laughs> I miss this. Yeah.
2: <laughs> driving.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Dublin was cool, and then we did the scary thing. We rented a car.
3: Wow. Right, before yeah. you get into, like, the the the... The more bad stuff that happened. What made you pick Dublin and Ireland and stuff?
1: Um, we were trying to figure out things that we wanted to do. Reese was like, all right, here's some here's our options. I see that would be the most interesting. We could go to uh, Florida to go to well, Disney World and have like a big, like exciting vacation. Or we could go on an adventure and go to Ireland and just kind of see the sights. Totally. So we ended up just going to see the sights.
3: That's way cooler than like Disney World. Agreed.
1: Yeah. So, um, we rented a car, and for those who don't know, uh, the steering wheel is on the opposite side of the car, if mm-hmm. you're if from North America, and also you drive on the left side mm-hmm. of the road instead of the right. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> Wolf says we also missed a hurricane by not going to Florida, so all right, batting a thousand here so far, apparently.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's pretty common just for, like, Florida. For Florida. Yeah, like, there's kinda. usually something weird going on. That's true. In Florida. So, I
1: had to drive, and I learned how to drive on the other side of the road, which was very frightening.
3: How long did that take before you were like, "Okay, I can do this"?
1: I probably a couple couple days. When we got on the highway, it it was fine, but like getting through the cities was real rough. And holy shit, their drivers are fucking crazy there. Um, So imagine you've got a single lane road, like just a road that kind of like it's super close. There's no shoulder you're closing your eyes sean thank you for the imagination effect here (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) a single lane road no no line in the middle to signify like anything like that yeah um you have to drive down it and if someone comes the opposite way you have to like pull off to the side of the road and let them through you have just enough room to do this right what do you think the speed limit is on that road too much yes yeah (laughs) 80 kilometers an hour yeah okay wow we wow. had so many people just pass us
3: and zip past us. I
1: am so shocked we never crashed.
3: All right? How many times did you drive incorrectly? Like your muscle memory made you go like to the right or you took a turn and then you ended up on the wrong side for a split second. You're like, oh, crap, I have to go further.
1: Thankfully, anytime that happened, it was only in a parking lot. So it wasn't that big a deal. OK. Oh. OK. Oh, hi. Hi. Awesome. oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh. My wife just gave me a smoothie. There you go. Thank you, dear.
3: Whoa, perks of being married. Whoa, (laughs) humble (laughs) brag. Hell Hell yeah, humble bragging the hell out of it right now. I
0: had to get my own drink before we started. Damn. That's true, yeah.
3: (laughs) My girlfriend's Ivan. And that's what the ring
1: means now. The ring means delivery.
3: (laughs) Three smoothies. It means delivery. Damn.
1: (laughs) Love you. It
0: means means service, it means quality.
1: Service with a smile. Indeed. (laughs) So uh, we drove to Belfast, which was Northern Ireland. So Northern Ireland is technically a different country. Yeah. So uh, instead of using euros like they do in the rest of Ireland, I had to use pounds. So we had to carry two separate currencies when we went to Ireland. Mm -hmm. Went to Belfast and um, our hotel was (laughs) very interesting. We were told it was a four star hotel. And, uh, we get into the room and it's very, it's covered in dirt. It's all scuffed up. The pillows are ripped up. The. Okay. So
3: it was, it was four stars, but it was just out of 10 stars. <laughs> no, it right. wasn't even
1: four stars. Actually. Apparently it was a mismark. It was actually just three stars. Mm. But yeah, like, uh, okay. It was like, it was in awful shape. So we like asked people like, Hey, can we get a, what's up with our room? Can we get a better room? Cause this is our honeymoon. So they yeah. got us like a nicer. I'm proton John. Yes. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> So, um, they gave us a better room. So, another weird thing about the rooms were like they had a double sized bed and then a single bed in the same room. Okay. Okay. So, I guess it was for families, but it just felt really yeah. weird. So, um, they were like, all right, um, hang on. We'll, we'll set you up with, uh, another room after the second one. They gave us, uh, the actual honeymoon suite that was there for no charge. And it was like this nice little, like, you walk in, there's a living room. Um, there's, like, a, a couple of couches and chairs, and then you go up this set of stairs, and then, like, your Whoa. bed is on, like, an awning.
3: <clears throat> I don't think I've ever stayed in a hotel where my room had stairs. Neither yeah, have indeed. I, so it was really weird.
1: <clears throat> but, like, it was really strange because, like, you couldn't watch the TV from bed because it was blocked by the awning. And, uh, obviously we had, we had the other problem of, uh, the plugs they use over there are very different than what we use over here. They have more voltage, so we had to bring a power converter. Yeah, sure. Yep. But the power converter didn't work with the Switch. So mm. was it like not giving enough power? It was taking too much, if that makes sense. So like the, yeah. the brick was overheating. So you yeah we would just hear like this oh, fan okay. kick in. So I could charge it like 10% at a time. So I didn't actually get to play much of the Switch <clears throat> while I was there. I got to play some lacrosse and that was about it.
3: Yeah, because I've had the problem with the Switch. It seems like a lot of... um little like usb to wall adapters that i have don't like give enough power to make it worth using yeah and then even if i like okay well i'm just gonna plug it in all night that little usually i'm using like an iphone little brick thingy uh that thing will be like very hot yeah yeah so eventually we figured out a
1: way we could just like we could remove the plug to the power converter and attach that to the switch's power supply and i could charge the switch but by doing okay. that, we couldn't charge our phones or anything else.
0: Oh, uh, yeah.
1: So it got to a point sure. by the end where it was like, all right, what am I charging? My Switch or everything else? Yeah. Right. Which, which kind of sucked.
3: I'm sorry you didn't have like an external battery. We did. Oh, okay. We had external batteries, but what we, I end up usually doing like uh, is charge my external battery and then the Switch charges off that while everything else charges.
1: Um, little, I've been paranoid about that because some people told me like they break <clears throat> their Switches using those. But I also don't have a USB-C huh. cord
3: that I could have plugged in there. Oh, uh, yeah. Did, the Pro Controller came with a uh, Yeah, but I didn't USB-C bring them because I didn't think about oh. it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's just the one I use. That's actually smart. Maybe I should actually look into doing that. Yeah, I, I had my own, like, USB-C to USB regular.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, but then the one came with the Pro Controller, and I'm like, oh, I bet this is going to work for sure because it's, like, Nintendo certified yeah. or whatever. Yeah.
1: make Makes sense, yeah. So, uh, we got to Belfast, and the reason we went to Belfast was because we were going to do the Game of Thrones tour. There's, uh, a bunch right. of, there's a bunch of filming locations there, like Winterfell, um, King's Landing, or King's Road, I believe is what it was it's called, uh, and just a bunch of other stuff we were going to do. We go to sleep, wake up the next day. Oh, I should point out, um, out of the four hotels we stayed in in Ireland, only one had air conditioning, because apparently that's just not a common thing there at all.
3: Hmm. I'm assuming because it's usually, like, rainy over there, so it doesn't get too hot?
1: Yeah, but, like, also the bl- the uh, <laughs> the beds only came with, like, one giant comforter. So you either, like, slept with it and melted or slept without it and were freezing. Oh, okay. So huh. we we wake up the next day and we're like, okay, we got to go to this, this hotel and hop on a bus and then we'll do the Game of Thrones tour. We get to the bus and they're like, yeah, your name's not on the list. Like, what the hell? Yeah. So uh, we were like, we have confirmation numbers here. Check. I'm like, well, these look sort of right, but not fully. So let me call my, my office and check. They couldn't find any record of us at all.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And then I was like, wait a minute. I've got an idea. Can you check? Is there, a, you said there's a Dublin tour as well. Can you check that they didn't accidentally book us on the Dublin trip while also booking us to stay in Belfast?
0: <sighs> yeah. And did, sure right?
1: enough, that's exactly what happened. For reference's sake, Belfast and Dublin are three hours apart.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: right. it's not a quick case of hop on, uh, like hop in car and drive back and you'll be fine. The yeah. Dublin bus left earlier and we totally <laughs> missed it. Right. Um, so what happened was the guy was like, well, "I can't put you on this bus because it's full up. I have no room. But what I can do instead is I can give you directions to where the bus you're supposed to be on is. You can take that bus, or you can drive down there, try to beat the bus there, and then rejoin the tour.
0: Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: What a risky plan.
3: Yeah, yeah, and that's what we did. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, like, what do you do with your rental car at that point? Do you just hope you get dropped off halfway through the... Well, no. So, what we would have done is we would have just had to follow
1: the bus in our car. We would have had to shadow the bus all the time. Um, yeah. So, we get to Weird. where our GPS says the place is, but we don't see the entrance. Wait, couldn't you have just followed the first bus then? No, they were going to completely different areas. Oh, okay. So we thought that too. And like, no, we're going to this. We're taking a ferry, et cetera, et cetera. You guys are just on this tour and we have to go to that.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
1: So we drive down there. We get to where the GPS says, but we don't see the actual entrance of the place. So we throw it into Google Maps on our phones and, and it tells us to go somewhere completely different, like 20 minutes away. We drive there. We get like a beautiful view, but um, some locals tell us, yeah, your GPS told you the wrong way. Here's where you're supposed to go. And it was back where the GPS originally told us. We just didn't drive far enough past where it told us to stop. Oh. So we missed the bus. We get to the actual park that we're supposed to be in. Uh, the bus driver's there. He says, yeah, the group went uh, like left 15 minutes ago to go into like the, the park for the tour. So if you run down there, you you might find them. Yeah. But he left out the part where the park was a maze.
2: Oh, God.
1: So okay. we ran down and uh, <laughs> couldn't find them. We spent two hours hiking around in this in this park trying to find them or anything games, Game of Thrones related. Yeah. We, f- we found uh, the bridge where he finds the direwolf puppies in like the first couple episodes of Game of Thrones. So like we found like a little plaque okay. and stuff like that, but we never found our group. Uh, we okay. also accidentally stumbled across a film set. Oh, for Game of Thrones itself. No, yeah. for a and show you're on the new season. Yep. There we go. Yeah. We're time travelers in the last season of Game <laughs> of Thrones. That's it. No, we uh, we found a set for the the show Krypton, the Superman themed show that's going on right now. Like they had, cool. they had their trailers there. They had like their their staff vehicles. They had a bunch of their lighting and stuff around, but like no one was there. So we just kind of walked around this <laughs> abandoned set.
3: Oh, weird yeah that is weird
1: (laughs) so we spent about two hours in the forest and uh walked about 10 plus kilometers got back to our cars or to our car and found that the bus had already left so we were like all right fuck it we're just gonna let's just go back to the hotel and figure out what the hell we're gonna do yeah so on the way there uh reese realizes wait if they're driving to different locations, that probably means Winterfell is really near us. So she threw it into Google and she found where we were supposed to go. So we just started doing the tour ourselves. Sure. Yeah. Which was funny. Cause we kept driving past the bus. Like we saw like <laughs> the bus we were supposed to be on. And we're like, oh. I'm just fuck. like
3: flipping them the bird <laughs>
1: every time. <laughs> so we did all this driving in like these little small ass roads and we got to the park where Winterfell was filmed in and we found out, uh, it's very CG.
3: Mm, of course yeah yeah, yeah
1: so like with, with the park guy tells us like yeah you can go in and look at it but like you'll notice that there's like maybe three or four towers versus the 20 you see on the show yeah it's because mm-hmm. they cg a lot of it in and they record some of it in a different location
3: yeah you can go in there but there's no dragons i assure you pretty much <laughs> that's what you came <laughs> we, we
1: found the building that like bran gets <clears throat> thrown off of in the first episode and that's about it oh no they had like a couple other places to check out too that we walked around but like it was mostly like a big bust we at least got to like see some cool things. They had a gift shop and that, so we call it, saw some cool stuff. But like, cool, it was just not worth the hassle, which was kind of sucked. We still enjoyed it, but it was like this really soured our mood. Mm. So the only reason, the main reason we went on the tour was this Game of Thrones thing. So the fact that we are honeymoon company fucked up that bad, yeah, and we didn't yeah. get to do the thing we wanted. We were just pissed.
3: Yeah, have they have they pro- provided any compensation for this or anything? We're still waiting on word back. Okay, so would you recommend? doing this tour maybe not with the tour group but just seeing these sites anyway with an actual tour like with people talking about
1: stuff learning things and actually knowing where to walk and not getting lost in forests probably okay like yeah. there was like three or four more locations we were supposed to go to we only did two and we were just done sure because at that point we had walked like 12 plus kilometers and we are not fit people so we were just like all right no this <laughs> needs to stop
2: okay
0: sure
1: so we went back to Belfast and we're like, "All right, screw it. We don't want to stay here. Like, it's not worth it. The only reason we came here was for this, and another night in this hotel is going to piss us off." Yeah. So we left early and went to our next destination, which was Donegal Castle. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So we ended up uh, getting to this place, and uh, apparently, it, it it just is is the goddamn Clue Mansion. Like right. Like you this dr- is the highlight of the trip. Then this was the highlight of the trip. So this was an yeah, actual okay. five star hotel. We had, like, a giant, like, beautiful room. Um, They had, like, a spa service. They had like, a murder every night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have to figure it out. <laughs> it was real good. No, it was super cool. We had, like, lovely dinner and stuff like that. We got to relax. We got to see the little town nearby. It was just really good. We got, like, three days of just relaxing and unwinding after that shit.
3: Cool. Cool. Yeah.
1: So then we drove out to our last stop, which was uh, Trim. Now, they have a castle in Trim, which apparently was featured in Braveheart. Okay. Okay. Which was weird because that's a Scottish-based movie. Yep. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, like, we got to go visit the castle and, like, walk around it. We got to take pictures from the roof of it. We got to walk around the town a little bit. We met another viewer there, actually.
3: Oh, cool. Oh, man.
1: They lived in the area. But, like, it was a nice, relaxing day. We got to stay in, like, a nice little bed and breakfast. And um, we drove back to Dublin Got into the airport, got in our plane, and we had a stopover for about an hour and a half in London, and then we were supposed to come to Calgary directly after like an eight-hour flight. Our plane gets in late to London. We run across sure. the uh, we run across the airport to get to our plane, barely make it, and then we are stuck sitting on the tarmac for three hours. So that's a,
3: that's insane. Yeah. Yep.
1: So. Originally, they had problems boarding us onto the plane or like getting the luggage in. Something was missing. So they had to wait for that. Then at that point, the rain picked up. So everyone slowed down leaving the airport. So we had to wait in line. And then as we started uh, moving towards the actual runway, uh, the stewardesses ran up to uh, someone who was sick. Apparently, like she had to get rushed off the plane and brought to a hospital. But that took another two hours. So we spent three hours just sitting on the tarmac. We have not had a chance to eat because we ran directly from our plane to the, to that plane. Uh, and we also did not get the seats that we paid for. We paid for, uh, like, like leg room seats and our tickets did not have that. And we were in like regular ass cram. Like my knees were hitting the other seat kind of seats. Sure. The only reason we didn't kick up a bigger fuss was because no one was in the middle seat so we could actually stretch out.
0: Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I get it. But like, it was just like super miserable. It just sucked. So we spent three hours with like no AC on. It just, like, the whole plane was just super hot. We were trying not to sleep so we could actually fall asleep back in our normal time. It just was yeah. miserable. So and like this is British airways, which we were told was supposed to be one of the best airlines. And it just felt like one of the worst experiences we'd had on a plane in a while.
0: So, uh, one silver line, Aiden, if you guys had left on time, that person would probably have been a corpse that you would have flown with for eight hours or had to no, stop over. No, somewhere. I, I
1: have been I've been on a plane where we've had to land somewhere because of a medical emergency. So, yeah. yeah, we would have doubled back and we would not have made it to, to Calgary at all that night
0: that night. Yeah. So I don't know. It's one of those things that in a way <coughs> it might have been for the best, but like it just sucks. It's yeah. a bad situation.
3: So, like, do you recommend having a honeymoon? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but maybe don't fly with me. Yeah, yeah for sure.
2: Yeah. yeah,
1: Yeah. And that was the honeymoon. Cool, man. And Glad now we're home, it. and now I'm sick,
3: so... Hooray.
0: Great. Yeah. You don't...
3: I haven't been up to much. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: I went to an art thing that Albert, the government of Alberta put on last night, but... It was kind of boring. I don't know. It's cool seeing some of the art stuff, but then you're just standing there for a few hours and like, well, I'm done looking at the stuff. I'm gonna go.
3: <laughs> I guess. Well, I mean,
0: that's the point—is looking at the art, right? Yeah, but there wasn't enough to make it worth four hours worth of time. Okay, that was the problem mainly. Yeah, it was okay. Nothing. Four new. hours. I'm doing something like cool
3: later today. Um, hopefully it's cool, and maybe I can talk about it next week. Yeah, I'm going to a woman's wrestling. Lube tournament. Okay.
1: Wait. Uh, sure. In the city. Okay. I making sure I heard that correctly.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. My friend invited me. Yeah. Um. Which is why we moved the podcast up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I uh, can. I can see why. One. I.
1: I have been to one of these. Weirdly enough. Oh, have you? Yes. Okay. So it, was it good? I mean, are you into watching that? I don't. I've never watched that. I don't know. I had friends competing, so it was a little awkward okay <laughs> and it was also weird because my girlfriend at the time wanted to go so it was like double awkward that sounds great
3: <laughs> i guess it's better than your girlfriend not wanting you to go mm. and just being like if you go man well, no, you're on the couch she,
1: she was like oh man let's let's go watch our friends like mud rest i'm like what the fuck <laughs> i don't know
3: i'm i'm hopeful i'm looking forward to it sure um so maybe i'll maybe i can talk about that next week but it right. so. sounds good Anyway, for now, let's uh let's do some uh podcast. Uh this is the top down perspective for October 13th. Uh I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. Um and uh Paul, what have you been playing? Uh so the game I want to talk about this week
0: is called The Missing JJ Macfield and the Island of Memories. <laughs> For people not in the know, you might know this as Swery's new game or his studio's new game with
3: him at the forefront, of course. One of his new games. He, yes. he also has the Kickstarter one. I feel like he's doing like three yeah. games right now or something. This is the new
0: game in that it's out and the other ones aren't yet. Uh, sure. And this just came out a couple of days ago, I think. Maybe even just yesterday. I can't remember. Uh, Thursday. I think
3: it was yesterday. Thursday? It was
0: oh, Thursday, okay. because, yeah.
1: Because I was flying, I couldn't grab it.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: So, um,
0: I will say, I'm not gonna say any spoiler stuff, obviously, I will say that the thing that the story does, I thought they did more tactfully than they were going to, so that made me happy by the end, and, uh, it is batshit crazy, as you would expect a sweary so game So it to is, me.
3: there's sweary in there?
0: It's painfully sweary. <laughs> oh, that's
3: very, that's very good to hear.
0: Uh, so... What the game is, though, is if you think about Insider Limbo, it's a 2D puzzle platformer type game where the main mechanic is you getting murdered in different ways to, like, progress. This is usually in the way of saw blades cutting up your body and then you moving as just a head or a torso through tight spots or using the momentum from a saw blade cutting you apart to get to high areas you can't reach normally. Oh, that's how it
3: works in, in the missing because that's not limbo or no. That's or how it works inside. in the
0: missing. Yeah, th- that's oh, okay, the okay. that's the mechanic is uh, you are able to regenerate at will. So you use your body <coughs> by throwing it into things haphazardly to either get hurt in, on purpose in different ways to get like further along in the game or to get like secret areas and stuff. In that regard, like there's a few warnings at the very beginning and I will state them here that there are things people could get triggered by for sure. There's a lot of like just mutilation stuff. Obviously there is a lot of uh suicide stuff going on in there and like emotional abuse stuff. And it's, it can be rough if those are triggers at all. So just be warned about that. Um, otherwise it's, totally fine i think in some parts it's a little tedious it feels like some parts were maybe tacked <laughs> on to just add time and they didn't add a whole lot otherwise but it's a video game what are you gonna do did you finish it yeah i finished it oh
3: how, how long is it five
0: hours i took and, so I okay. and i was going
3: and i think it's 30 american yes did you and at least uh, you enjoyed it then you'd say
0: uh I will say there was a point in, I think if I did this over two sessions, I would have enjoyed it more. I was getting tired of its bullshit by about the halfway point, but then it picks up again. Like, it kind of feels like he they thought out the beginning and they thought out the end quite well, or, like, they thought out this thing. And then in the middle, they just kind of put, like, some gameplay stuff. And I think the gameplay is one of the weaker things in this game because mechanically and just, like the way it plays, it's a little sloppy in the way that swear games always are. Like it's
3: just a little off of being good. Sure. Uh, so you're saying the gameplay is the weak part. Are you, do you mean then the story is the strong part? Uh, the story and the stuff
0: going around with the characters is definitely the strong part. The gameplay is fine when it feels like there is a reason to the platforming and there was some design put in. There's like literally a stretch of maybe an hour, an hour and a half where, It feels like they just added this mechanic and like you having to get around with it just because it added time and a thing to do. It's hard to talk about without saying what exactly it is, but um, it's one of these things that when you regenerate from it, it does the same animation every time that takes about 10 actual real time seconds every time. And you need to do that a lot. So it's just like a lot of wasted time and animation. Yeah. And then, like I said, again, swear game. It's just a little bit off of like really good tight controls and stuff. So it feels a little sloppy in parts. But um, I think it's easy to overlook by the end. And then the end does some weird anime bullshit because, of course, it does. But that's kind of the draw. Right. Uh, Sure. Yeah. So I recommend it with a caveat that you shouldn't be squeamish uh, know that there are some real serious life, like lesson stuff going on in there that can be a little hard if you are a person that ha- has either dealt with those issues or, um, know somebody that has. And, uh, that it's maybe about an hour longer than it needs to be. Otherwise, yeah, I totally recommend it.
3: Yeah, I could see because that, that's a high price for like five, five hours. And if they had cut that out. Yeah going down from there is not not ideal so
0: yeah yeah but uh that's pretty much all I'll talk about this week f- for what I've been playing
3: okay uh i'll I'll continue because John talked a lot already yeah uh I've been playing just a bit more of the messenger like I said last week nice. I kind of started into like the second <clears throat> portion of that game yeah um and i now I've played uh, uh some of it <clears throat> and it's fine I wish I had more of, like, a waypoint on, like, where these are. And I know it's it, it's kind of supposed to be about exploring and finding, you know, all these hidden, like, doors and paths and stuff like that. Um, Can I ask you where you are? Roughly? I have one music note. Oh. Oh, you have one. Okay. Like, I, I collected one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm working on my second one. Uh-huh. Um, I kind of just don't like the searching. I would really rather just, like, okay, I know I need to go here. Yeah. And then let me kind of go through, like... The 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 rooms and and the platforming to get there. You, you know sure. that you can just get told where to go, right? Yeah, you can pay for hints. Yeah, uh, I just don't have enough of well, those like, things. And I don't want to grind for them.
1: There's there's free hints and then there's the paid like I'll mark it on your map hint.
3: Yeah, but so the free hint that give you immediately is like really just obtuse. Yes. Yeah, and they all are. Yes. <laughs> so that, I mean, I mean, maybe I'm not figuring it out, but I just those don't seem to help me at all. I'll I'll tell you this. There was
1: one I screwed up on and I had to actually pay for it because I was like, I couldn't I couldn't figure it out on my own. And it ends up oh. I just screwed up because I got through that area earlier and didn't realize that something that was there.
3: Sure. Um, <coughs> so, I mean, at the moment, if I have the money, I'm going to buy it, you spend it on a new upgrade. Yeah. So if I get all the upgrades, then I'll start buying some hints. But for the most part, like I, I'm, I'm almost thinking of kind of just looking for a guide because I, I don't want to just like be doing kind of busy work trying to find these places i'd rather just be like progressing at all times sure that's just me uh
0: so to your point i felt like i really like the messenger just as a like forefront to this i felt that it drags at that point that you're at talking about specifically i think those levels are good for the way they are designed for the like first part of that game and then it just gets annoying at some point like especially when you're doing the 100 percent stuff And, like, moving around a lot in them without, like, a good fast travel, really. So, but, yeah, that's my main problem with it. If you're not doing 100%, you'll probably feel less of that than I did.
3: So Yeah, I don't plan to. Yeah, so at least there's that. Uh, Apart from that, I finished up the Overcooked 2 DLC. Okay. Um, And, yeah, it's just, like real difficult for no good reason and was and so like yeah if you like i said on the last show in case you you didn't listen to that one overcooked one was weirdly difficult for like essentially a party game yeah and then overcooked 2 fixed that and then the dlc for overcooked 2 went back to the difficulty level of overcooked 1 for god knows why and what makes it even more confusing is I don't know if this was part of this DLC or it was just another update that happened and I, I hadn't played overcooked, so they kind of came at the same time for me. There's a new game plus mode okay. um, where you can kind of just replay everything and it adds a fourth star. It's like, okay, so added challenge. When you finish the the DLC, you unlock the you know the, the option to go for a fourth star for all of the DLC as well. Which means it gets even harder. Great. And I'm and I'm sitting there being like So if you already have this built in hard mode that gets unlocked when you finish it, why make the full game or what like the main part of the DLC hard? Yeah, as opposed to hard and then harder. Why didn't they go with like, you know, easy and and casual and now harder? I do agree with like I can't I I can't even get three stars on these. You know, I was fighting to get two stars and now now I have the option to go for four. That is literally never going to happen. Yeah, that's a consistency problem for sure it's yeah super weird yeah um but again the core overcooked too you know they added the four star there that's fine i was getting three stars on a lot of those like yeah if i want the challenge now i have it but it's super puzzling with the with this dlc yeah but again it's six bucks and it was more overcooked so that's great so i like that part sure um still kind of cruising through uh horizon four uh, I've uh, I've finished the tutorial. So now I'm in the actual like game of once a week. The seasons change right now. I believe it is. It is winter, um, which is like the hardest season to be in because everything is real slippery. Tell me about it. Um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's cool. They have uh, like live events every hour on the hour. It basically just like oh. puts a ping down. And because y- there's always like 40 people in your game, it's like, hey, you have a uh, two minutes to get here and then we're going to start just a big event together that's cool and those are those are kind of fun to go do yeah um and it'll be just random challenges um similar to like in burnout where it's like hey everyone go to this track and just get as fast as you can and we're going to add up all of your speeds and once we get to like a million we're going to move on to the next one um i don't think it handles it as nicely as Burnout paradise does right but then again i could say that about every single (laughs) racing game (laughs) Um, yeah but it's kind of nice that it, like it still works fine and stuff like that. So that game's still real good. Yeah. And um and then the other thing I want to talk about connecting to Forza is I got an Xbox One X. Yes. And I cannot wait to see what Forza looks like on that bad boy. Mm-hmm. Um I don't have it plugged in or anything because I didn't want it to be downloading all my games while we were doing this, sure, and just throwing off my internet. <clears throat> but what's also exciting is that I got approved to get Sonic later this month. So I'm going to be getting that good, good gigabit. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Comcast raised my uh, my uh, internet build because I guess my promotion ended. Mm-hmm. And I asked, you know, can I have it back? And they said, no, nah, that was just a two-year promotion. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go get gigabit then. Um, and it's cheaper and it's like six times faster. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, I, I'm, you know, I'm not going to have that for when I'm downloading all these games, but I get that at the end of the month. And that'll be nice and... <clears throat> I, yeah, I'm excited to have this X cause I get the, I get a terabyte of space again, no more 500 gigs. Uh, and like, um, as I was telling you guys, GameStop had a deal right now where <laughs> if you trade in an S they give you 250 bucks towards an X. So I got it for like half price,
2: mm,
3: cool. which was a pretty good deal. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm very excited to, cause I had the 4k and everything for, and the 60 frames for the, the PlayStation, but, uh, I use my Xbox more. So I'm excited to have like really utilize my TV at all times now. Um, so I'm excited to see what it looks like because I'm sure it looks great because it already looks great for sure. Um, John, what have you been playing?
1: So like I said, charger, it was really hard to charge the switch while I was gone. So I did not play too much on the switch. My original intention had been to uh, finish up the cross and then play a minute for the Patreon podcast. Or Mega Man 11, and I actually, I don't even think I finished Pacross before I got back. I think I had to finish it here. So, uh, I played a lot of Pacross S2, I've done that. But because we lost a day on the uh, honeymoon, I was home and able to play Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise on PS4.
3: Nice. Yeah. Cool. I've been seeing people at the office playing this. It's really good.
1: If you like Yakuza games, it is just Yakuza with Fist of the North Star, and that is perfectly fine by me. It looked like it, yeah, All for right. sure. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, it's making people explode and going on stupid ass stories, serving margaritas. It's great, cool. Highly recommended if you like Fist of the North Star and or Yakuza.
0: How much have you played of it? Like how far? Not in? too
1: much. I'm only a couple chapters in, but um,
0: you know how long like, it is.
1: Uh, not off the top of my head but if it's anything like more recent Yakuza games it's got a decent length let's see what How Long to Beat says
3: did you guys see that uh, PlayStation Plus's November games got leaked and Yakuza Kiwami is one of them oh wow. oh neat. nice so that's pretty cool that is cool
1: uh, How Long to Beat currently says main story is about 25 hours wow so that's okay. like, that matches up with uh, the Kiwamis actually so okay
0: sure Neat.
1: Com- completionist, I'm sure, is way more like sixty plus.
3: Yeah, probably. Yeah.
1: Um. Shit. What was I gonna say? Uh. Yeah. It looks great. It plays good. Uh. If you don't know Fist of the North Star at all, uh, I think this is still approachable because it starts at the end of the first story arc. So, like, let's say episode twenty-two out of like hundred and six or something like that. Sure. So you might be a little lost at the beginning, but then they're, they start explaining things pretty well. And then it kind of turns off into its own side story, which while still pulling things from later on. So you'll see characters in places they wouldn't normally be and they'll kind of explain it. So I think even if you don't know the North Star, it's still approachable.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably pretty important. And it sounds like there's enough in there that like super fans will still get like a kick out of all the little Easter eggs and whatnot.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah it's great. Cool. Uh, all, all the heat actions are replaced with the, uh, with basically all the Hokuto Shinken moves, so, like, Hunter Crack Rush, uh, like, picking people up with one finger and throwing them into other people, and then they explode. <laughs> great. Like, throwing them in the walls and great, like, it's great. I'm, yeah. I'm super into it.
0: Cool. I can't
3: that wait to That is my recommendation.
1: Yeah. That's all I've been playing. Cool. <laughs>
3: all right let's do some news before john dies please thank you <laughs> uh all right I, Paul, yeah. I'll let you start these off so lucas pope
0: uh best known for his game papers please probably and some other little indie stuff that kind of related tangentially to that world he created
3: it's his new game papers please probably being the sequel to papers please uh i liked it a lot more yeah personally yes uh
0: so, his new game finally is going to be coming out. He gave a date and stuff of October 18th. So, Return of the Oberdin will be out. That is the like monochromatic old DOS looking ship game where you're on this like abandoned ghost ship essentially of the Oberdin that got lost at sea years ago. Uh, I think this is part of the like India trading company times of like the early nineties or late eighties or something in there. And you're trying to figure out what the hell happened here. And it sounds really cool. It looks really cool. That guy makes interesting stuff. So I'm probably going to take a look at that and I will give my opinions accordingly when I do so. But if you want to check it out, return of the Oberdin, October 18th for 20 bucks and you can, uh, See if it's any good, I guess. There's gonna be like YouTube stuff about it, I'm sure too. So yeah. The second thing I put in here, the shape shipping shape shifting detective coming November 6th. This is a new murder mystery FMV game from the people that made the infection the infectious madness of Dr. Decker. I can't remember their company name right now, and I didn't put it down here for whatever reason. But it stars the guy who plays uh, Detective Jenks from Contradiction.
3: Oh, now I'm interested because I had no idea about any of this. Yeah,
0: it's one of those. So the idea is is there was a murder in this house. The guy who Detective Jenks in this version is he's like a cop or something says in this trailer that he knows who did it. He just needs the proof. And that's what you're doing. Basically, you'll be questioning people looking around for evidence and whatnot and then probably just pointing the finger at somebody and being wrong because that's how these games always go they always throw some dumb twist and and like a lot of red herrings and stuff but it's all in the fun
3: and for those who don't know detective jenks uh was the protagonist in and contradiction, contradiction mm-hmm. uh which is a game we did on the patreon podcast <laughs> yeah
0: which i also highly recommend if people haven't played you should play contradiction and if you have and you haven't listened to it you should become a patron and listen to that episode and think, see what we had to say about it uh, That's true. Yeah. So the shape-shifting detective, November 6th. And I think that's going to be it. I think that was like 30 bucks or something. I didn't grab the price tag.
3: Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: So the next one, I guess, was one that was submitted, but I figured it should just be in here for posterity's sake. Mike Morheim, who has been the CEO and president of Blizzard or Activision Blizzard or whatever, since the 90s is stepping down and his partner in crime, that was I can't remember that dude's name because he wasn't in the limelight ever. So I'll quickly look it up here. Uh, but, yeah, he's stepping down as CEO and the other dude is coming in. Uh, Jay Allen Brack. Brack. Yep. So, yeah, just a changing of the guard. There's not I don't have a whole lot to say about it. I just think that that should be in there because Blizzard is a huge company. This is a pretty big change. (laughs) So, yeah.
2: All right. And then Uh, was
3: this next one submitted as well? uh, It must have been. I didn't put it here. So, yes, it was. So Sony is officially working on a next gen console yeah so i guess i didn't grab this primarily because it was just like i mean of course they they are are. yeah yeah. everyone is like yep (laughs) and they
0: don't have any other news just that it's coming yeah (laughs) yeah like
3: i mean at this point they're also probably even looking into what might be next you know what i mean like they're constantly like years ahead of us so like no duh yeah for sure but like yep, yep i don't know i just got my pro last year so i'm in no rush to get a new playstation sure agreed uh but more excitingly is that they're finally going to enable you to change your playstation name yep which is crazy um a few kind of stipulations and whatnot the first one's free which is great yeah i think i might actually do it just to like get it to sean booker what was what is so it why, why not now it's like it's it's like my usual like angel gamer one oh that, like my xbox has oh okay. um Uh, and then, so first change is free after that. It's going to be 10 bucks or five bucks if you are a PS plus member. Uh, however, a lot of older games, it sounds like primarily on the PS3 and PS Vita. Yeah. They won't be able to reflect this in the way that they were designed with their online system. So you'll actually still have your old one as well. So you'll have two at this point. Which is weird.
0: Yeah, that's kind of clunky.
3: Okay, well. That sounds like it'll be even more difficult going forward, but. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. They're doing that. Um, It says uh, compatible with PS4 games originally published after uh, April 1st of 2018 and large majority of most played PS4 games released prior. Those will be the ones that you'll actually see the change. Weird, and I don't believe it says when this is happening. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think. Oh, sorry. There's. It'll be part of a preview program scheduled to conclude at the end of November, and then the full rollout will be early 2019. So, okay, there you go. Cool. About time. Uh, Stardew Valley is coming to iOS. It's actually coming to Android as well, just mobile in general. Okay, (coughs) it is eight bucks. No in-app purchases cool that's that's you great you can
0: move your uh you can move your world from pc onto it as well
3: oh interesting just version. pc
0: or any anyone uh the article i read said pc only okay but i but they didn't stipulate pc
3: only if you know what i mean they just didn't mention the other ones right but probably uh i wonder if there's any kind of like cross play if you can go back and forth
2: hmm. or if it's a
0: one-time well transfer. it sounds like no, it sounds like you import it, so maybe in theory you could like, i keep importing it to continue like, on, but I don't think like it, back it talks back.
3: Yeah. Maybe. Uh, there are rumors that Microsoft is buying Obsidian Entertainment. Uh, developers of. Uh, uh, what's, what's that? Fallout New Vegas. Fallout, yeah, what's the uh, spy one? KOTOR
1: 2. Yeah. Spy one.
3: What, what yeah, is I'm that? What is think that think spy game? I mean. <laughs> that is clearly.
1: I was. I was also about to say, like, what's the last game that they even did? And then you brought up something I don't remember. It was.
3: It was before Fallout New Vegas. Ah, oh, geez.
1: How is it also? Here we go. I, I got a list here somewhere. um All oh, right, they did Stick of Truth. I forgot about that. Alpha oh, Protocol right. is What you're I'm thinking? Of. Oh, that, right. That's what I'm
3: thinking of. <laughs> yep, <coughs> that's right. Uh, yeah, Kotaku reported on this. They said one person with knowledge of the deal told Kotaku they'd heard it was 90% finished. Uh, second person mm-hmm. said it's a matter of when, not if. Uh makes kind of sense. Microsoft is out there just buying people. They want more first-party stuff, um, which I think is a good move. Because if you look at Microsoft's first-party lineup for this holiday, it's Forza, and that's it. Yeah, it's real bad. Uh this year has definitely been dominated by Sony hands down. Yeah. Uh, And this could also lead to like more kind of like because I feel like um, all of Microsoft's first party stuff, at least this year, has been heavily focused on multiplayer. They don't really have a single player presence at the moment. And Sony is just kind of scooping that department with Spider-Man and and, uh, God of War because earlier this year we had Sea of Thieves and State of Decay 2 both heavily focused multiplayer games and forza horizon 4 to an extent as well um sure that's cool i I feel like obsidian just kind of needs someone to just give them some money to make a cool game because they've definitely made cool games in the past
0: yeah i'm excited for them to have money behind them actually i want to see more games like pillars of eternity and stuff with like budgets behind them and i know they have the pathfinder uh rights that they can do stuff with as well so, like, with Microsoft money behind that, they could do something real, really freaking cool. So, yeah, I'm excited for this, I actually.
3: Continuing on. Oh, I thought this was just kind of weird. I don't really understand why. Fortnite is apparently getting a physical version in the UK. And it comes with, like, some, like, you know, skins and whatnot. I don't understand yeah. who this is for because you're still going to need an internet connection to play Fortnite. Every kid, because apparently
0: I'm um, I heard through the grapevine through a friend of mine who works at GameStop. He gets like 100 questions every fucking day of where do I buy Fortnite?
3: And they just say Fortnite.com. So, dot com.
0: Yeah, I think he <clears> just <throat> says go online. Yeah, <laughs> like just Google it. <laughs> so there is a market there, weirdly for a physical version of fortnite with stuff people want to spend money for this thing because the parents just hear fortnite is the hot game where do i get games oh that store that sells games. The game store I'll just and pick then it they up. ask for fortnite
3: yeah i guess I just a lot of the times when i hear like a, a digital game getting a physical version it's for people who like well i can't download it or whatever and it's like but sure but this is a scenario it's like well you're going to need to be able to download it like this is an online focused <laughs> game um this
0: game has gotten so big, it's past the barrier of just gamers are wanting to get it, which is why this is a physical thing. Sure.
3: I mean, actually now that I'm thinking about it, to be fair, I bought a physical version of PUBG from Amazon, mm-hmm. even though it was just a code they sent me, but I got that discount so, on it.
0: <laughs> that's gonna be a fucking collector's <laughs> item though. I don't <laughs> think I still I don't think thing. I have that box.
3: Oh, okay, yeah, you're done. Again, it was... A, I, but keep in mind, it was an empty box with a code in it, so, like, yes. I, I can't see that that's being so a collector's good. item. Oh, that's so good. Anyway, that's a... Yeah, that's happening, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then another, like, okay, I guess, news. Uh, Borderlands 2 is coming to VR. Why not? Oh, okay. That's kind of, like, the gist of it is, like, I can't really think of a reason not to, but I also can't really think of a reason for it either um you know well i don't think of a reason for it gearbox needs money sure the, i understand this version has no multiplayer
0: oh okay i don't care then
3: wait whoa like, hold up really I, I think so i think i heard that i haven't it makes sense
0: it wouldn't if it's vr we're not at that point the, hey there really are definitely for... multiplayer
3: vr games a lot not of them. to
0: that scale not to that scale though that borderlands like they probably couldn't get it to work properly so they just scrapped uh. it
1: but is it worth uh, releasing the single-player product at that point
0: i mean if you ask me no because i've played that game a thousand times <laughs> but i don't know it might look neat i think that art style might be okay in vr yeah i'm or it might make it is not multiplayer <laughs> um that might make me sick actually because I remember feeling a little woozy sometimes with like a low field of view in the normal game just because of the way the like design it designs for stuff is. So I don't know, but if you're a super fan, there you go. You can play it in VR now.
3: It's a cool art style. So I guess being like immersion, it is, is fine. Um, but yeah, Yeah. I mean, where's borderlands three. Come on, give it to me. I'm ready. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They did. It was called Pre-Sequel and no one liked it. That's true. (laughs) You're right. That's why I want a proper Borderlands 3. Uh, I need to still play more of Pre-Sequel. I barely touched that game. Uh, Yeah. All right, let's do some questions. If you want to send questions in, it is topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, (coughs) the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. Uh, I'm going to start off with TDP episode names. Okay, please.
0: Okay. So, going back a few weeks to, I guess this would be August 17th, Kingdom Hearts Tokyo Drift is the title.
1: Uh, Oh, I think we were talking about the ridiculous subtitles that Kingdom Hearts games have when I was playing through it with Reese. Oh, and maybe I I mentioned how Fast and Furious titles are kind of weird as well.
0: I think specifically with like convoluted timelines and stuff like that. And that like this game being a sequel, but it taking place like here and here in the story and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I think so, too. And the context was a host joking about the complexity of Kingdom Hearts. There you go. Okay. The week after on the 24th. What if they buy all the pizza in Seattle? Oh, I the no Devil May f- Cry
1: party. Oh, I don't remember okay. this at all. What if they okay. buy
0: all the pizza? Yeah. Yeah. I think this was specifically that John was going to miss it or missed it or whatever at this. point. Yeah,
1: I was going to miss it because it was the same time as the panel. So I was like, I want to go to a pizza party. And Sean says, well, you can just buy pizza later. And then, yeah, someone said, "What if you buy all the pizza in Seattle, in Seattle. Yeah.
0: So uh, John was down about the fact he can go to DMC five pizza party event because the panel was at the same time, it was suggested that he can have his own pizza party. But Sean asked this question. There you go. Okay. Uh, The 31st it's like Just Dance for Sexual Harassment. I don't think I was here
1: for this one. I'm assuming this... <laughs> did we talk about, like, We Dare? Help. Yes,
3: totally. I know that came up kind of recently. I don't remember why we were talking about We Dare.
0: Me neither. But yeah, just, like, lewd acts with a mote, essentially. Yep. Uh, Context. A question came in about ridiculous gameplay. Yeah, that's why we did. And it eventually went to the game We Dare. This is how Paul describes that game. <laughs>
3: Kind of true. I think that only came out in Europe. John, you should have picked up a copy of We Dare. Yeah, John. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see it when I was in Ireland. Okay. Wait,
1: did you look? Are you saying you looked? Okay. No, no. Oh, did
0: you go to like a game store or something gaming related there? I to went see. to a
1: game store. We found we found a game store nearby where we were wandering around. Yeah, isn't it just called cool. Game in Europe? It was called. Ra- oh no,
3: that's so that so they have GameStop there we walked yeah. past the GameStop right but I think they I th- well at yeah. least when I was in Europe they had a game store a chain I thought it was called just Game
1: yeah there, there's game, a game yeah. store chain called Game I didn't see okay. it there Um, I went I went to like a local place called I think Rage oh yeah the bags right in front of me it's Rage
0: okay cool cool okay uh, September 7th nothing will survive the proton john effect fuck would this be <laughs> Okay, what is the proton-john effect? Is this Glitchy flight something?
3: issues? That's a good idea. Yes. Flight issues are glitching. It's one of the Did you go two. somewhere around September 7th? PAX. I would have been coming back from PAX. Yeah, he would
0: have been back from PAX. Okay. Did, some, did you have a specific incident on a flight back from PAX?
1: That's what I'm trying to remember. I don't think so. I have,
0: I have so many incidents that they all blend together.
1: Pretty much. I have no idea. <coughs>
0: <coughs> okay. Yeah, I'm going to count this as a loss for us. You guys were talking about how John should get a sponsorship from luggage companies, but...
1: Oh, right, because my suitcase broke. Uh, okay. But
0: then the joke that his luggage gets lost and down so much those companies would w- not want to sponsor him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, September 14th. For those seven days, you are God. For those seven days, you're a god.
3: Honeymoon talk? I don't think so. I Probably. think I may have said this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, this definitely has a Sean feeling to it. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's honeymoon related. No? Okay. Uh, then I have no idea. Uh, con- context was,
0: John was playing a PC version of Clue. Sean wanted to know if you could game the leaderboards. John said the leaderboards reset every week. Oh, this is how yeah. Sean did that. Okay,
3: got it. Yep,
0: uh, September twenty first. The only source of money in the future after the robots have won. Only source of money in the future after the robots have won.
1: I don't know if I was here for this one, was I? Twenty first. Uh, you only missed two, so oh, oh yeah. This would have been this would have been the last one that I was here for. Then um, I don't remember. I don't either.
0: I think Paul may have, have said no this idea. though. Probably sounds like some dumb shit i'd say
1: it's probably like some copies of like some dumb game or something like that. yeah
0: it's probably something like that i'm gonna count this is a loss for us as well context was uh i was describing the second use for the playstation classic mm. <laughs> right first being exposure to a new generation okay there you go uh september 29th previously on telltale's ridiculous bullshit okay mm. this
3: is just yeah telltale like is dying yeah. I, and i believe paul actually said that.
0: Okay, let's see. Context is since Sean wasn't on the previous podcast and things got worse, Sean asked for a brief recap and this is a title paul gave that endeavor. <laughs> yeah, right. okay. Right. And uh, this i guess this was last week, right? The 7th? Yeah, cuz we were late. The 7th. It's a dumb thing, but everyone's winning.
3: Oh, uh this was me talking about
0: uh, the Mixer streaming from Forza. Yep. Yep, I th- I agree. And the context was how Sean describes getting influence in Forza Horizon 4 by streaming on Mixer. Yep. There you go. Thank you for submitting those. Always a blast.
3: All right, I'll read this first question from Jason. Last, week's, last week, you guys were asked what the difference is between RPGs and JRPGs and both of you were at a bit of a loss when it came to specifics. A few years ago, the series Extra Credits did a few episodes about the differences between the two, and some of the big differences they brought out were the focuses on characters and story. JRPGs tend to have more of a focus on telling a large, cohesive story uh, driven by the characters, whereas American RPGs tend toward the character experiencing a large, interconnected world through an adventure. JRPGs... Also tend to have the player take on the role of an existing character while in American RPGs, you are the character. Okay. So this is just kind of a follow up. Thank you.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I actually appreciate that follow
3: up. (laughs) That's dope. Huh? Cool. Okay. John, do you want to take this next one from Eduardo? Sure.
1: Eduardo writes in and says, what is a good gateway fighting game? And what are some good rock bands with female singers? (laughs) Okay
0: okay gateway fighting games uh dragon ball
1: Te- dragon ball tekken
3: yep <coughs> soul uh, caliber Yep. Yeah. are there some that you're like i think them stay away from these ones uh, uh most arc system games which is funny because that's what dragon ball fighters is sure yeah but Dragon Ball, like the input the inputs on that one are pretty straightforward. The, so the combos are pretty up. easy. I will say though, the concept of like the tag is is confusing. Especially yeah. when it's like you need to tag out so that this person can regenerate health. Um and you can like bring them into assist, but you can also swap. That part definitely gets confusing. I think Soul yeah. Calibur is a pretty good one.
0: Soul yeah. Calibur is a good one.
3: Yeah. Uh, because
1: there's a high end and there's a low end field so think it's fun. I think the idea is that basically Namco is the best at finding like a balance because high end Tekken is intense and great to watch. Yeah. But like low end Tekken is actually really easy to pick up. Yep. Very right. True. And they
3: made um Soul Calibur 3 they're making it like easier with like super moves just on like on the trigger yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, also Smash
0: Sure, House that's of Smash, yeah. that's kind of a different uh, school. Power yeah.
3: Stone, Power Stone.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, that's the answer right there. Yeah. Uh Good rock bands with female singers. Heart is the one that comes to mind instantly. I love Heart.
3: I just came across a new one. Let me look it up again.
1: Let's okay. Just troll people by saying the Cardigans.
3: <laughs> uh, they had that song I've listened to multiple times. Uh, I found this one band called Stand Atlantic that I like quite a bit. Okay. As a female singer. Okay. Uh,
0: I like, oh my God, what's their name? Lacuna Coil quite a bit. I like a lot of like weird metally things with a female singer. I like the play between very heavy backing music with like Kind of okay a higher see vocal. i found
3: i find myself the opposite which is why because i like kind of the heavy music but for whatever reason i just it it doesn't connect with me with the female singer you might like stand atlantic because yeah, they're kind of like that um
0: you have told me to listen to them before i think i, I have. think i have
3: i've heard I that i just found I've heard like that them name last before. week
0: <laughs> i've definitely heard that name although before. i did find I some
3: new music that i need to recommend you so remind me after the show uh <laughs> okay. and then i also listened to paramore back in the day uh, i know yeah, they're making new stuff fun. but i'm not into it as much as their early stuff
0: i guess in that vein tsunami bomb was kind of my go-to for like a punkish female singer front baby man. metal <laughs> baby metal is go. the answer yeah we found it okay matthew weston says a few weeks ago i started using my bike to get around university initially it was difficult and exhausting activity that I thought was due to being out of shape. However, recently, I learned the actual problem when my tires were deflated. (laughs) (laughs) After getting that fixed, I could bike around campus with these. My question. Have you ever had difficulty doing anything only to discover the problem was you were unknowingly playing on hard mode?
3: That's a great story. It's very funny. Yeah, Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. Um...
0: Difficulty doing anything, only to discover I was playing on hard mode. I mean, in a video game sense, that happens a lot where I didn't realize the default was like the hard
3: mode because I just kind of hit start always. Yeah, I don't really think he's talking about in a video game sense for the most part. I know.
0: Uh, I'm trying to think
3: of like real life stuff. Yeah. Oh my god! Nothing has come to mind, which is a bummer. It's basically just like. What is something that was like hard to do because you're an idiot? Sure. I mean, if that
0: was the question though, like school <laughs> would have been my answer, I guess. You are only playing on hard.
3: Mode. The, the only thing I can think of this like barely counts. So when I do like my uh-huh. Spartan races, you always have to climb a rope, and okay. I know there's a foot technique that makes it super easy. Uh, to climb a rope where you like put the rope between your legs and you move your feet and certain things you're kind of standing on one foot and then you can just like stand there i can never figure it out so i do it with just my arms alone which is difficult um luckily enough like i have the upper body strength where i can do that but it's just you know it's it should be a lot harder that's the only thing that comes to mind for me yeah anything for you john I know there's gotta be something, but it's not coming yeah. to mind right yeah. now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, VGC Kenny writes. Uh, all right, John, time this for a, a little inside baseball. Mm-hmm. Between your videos <coughs> and anything you know about TRG videos, are there any videos that were previously monetized, but have since been demonetized due to new rules and stipulations set up by YouTube?
1: Too many to count. Okay
3: yeah that seems to be the
1: answer for everybody on youtube <laughs> what
0: what did something change bummer. recently
1: or something? I wouldn't say recently, but they've been cracking down on a lot a lot of things more often, okay,
0: yeah, and just in general, their algorithms every time there's a change kind of hit everybody either wrongfully or rightfully,
2: yeah. It's weird. And then
3: two. When you finish all of the videos you need for your current LP projects, are you going to switch to being a full time streamer aside from TRG projects? I mean, that's already what I am.
1: Yeah, full time sure. streamer aside from TRG projects. I'm gonna try. Like YouTube's gonna start picking back up in a bit, but like it's never gonna be full time. It's gonna be part time. Right. All right.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take this next one because well, there's no way John will get through this with his voice.
1: Thanks. Yeah. Oh my god, yes, thank you
0: Yeah, there's no way he'll get through this So <laughs> Rasserman wrote in And says, let's talk about bikes for a couple minutes I really like bikes I want your response to some of the question, these questions One What are, in your opinion, some of the best games you've played That make use of a bike in any shape or form? You can interpret this as either The game's very good, but there's also a bike And isn't used for much <laughs> uh or the game is whatever but the bike mechanics make it fun let's say that it has the bike mechanics at least have to be there and good maybe
3: <laughs> it, it <laughs> needs a wheel and a pedal so uniracers is my answer
0: yeah and let's also say motorbikes don't count motorcycles oh Max
3: i was just about to say breath of the wild because they added in a motorcycle I say
0: trials yeah trials is the answer for me otherwise, do you know if but... this is
3: specifically asking about like bicycles well, i was asking about bicycles like, i think it
1: says like any form of it that's why i said uniracers.
0: sure he is in the chat so we can get his ruling on this but charles is the answer for me for motorbikes, if uh that's okay
1: if Otherwise, it has to be pedal bikes i'll probably say either grand theft auto or what's that downhill game
0: yes the, that's the one i was thinking of descenders that just yes, came that's out the one. yeah it's super dope pokemon Pokemon, when you get the bike, changes that game. That's actually great, and I so, really liked yeah.
3: in like Gen three when you get the Acro bike, and then for some reason you could like <laughs> jump around a bunch. Oh shit! What
0: about BMX
3: Triple X?
0: Yes, <laughs> the greatest of bike games. That was BMX Triple X, right? They didn't incorporate the BMX X into the three X's for like pornography.
1: Yeah.
3: So it's so actually like, four X's. X's on
0: the title that's why i failed man they didn't know they didn't know uh two what games would you say you could see an improvement or worsened by adding a bike to its formula so like any game where you're walking when you are given a bike like pokemon it's infinitely
3: better to get around so like let's like gone home <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's biking around that house <laughs> that'd be so good <laughs> It'd be so good. Just gotta bike down these stairs. Uh, Unlock the basement
0: now. Here we go. Oh, I remember the bike being really fun in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas as well. Like, going down that mountain on a BMX bike was great. Because ev- it would eventually just fly away from you. Because you're flying through the air, essentially. And then you would fall and die. Good times. Oh, uh, call
3: me if games is a good point in the chat. Mortal Kombat. Isn't there a move called Bicycle Kick? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh is her game worsened by adding
0: a bike to the formula? Gone home? <laughs> oh man, what was that bike that motorcycle game where the motorcycle is, Local like cycle. is that was what you talking about you.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't play enough of that game, but that was a yeah, Twisted Pixel where you played as the bike yeah. and for some reason the like main character was being dragged along behind you the whole time. Yes yeah yeah i should i should play more of that game i think it's on xbox backwards compatibility and i think it's in game pass so i think i have it yeah yeah
0: uh okay what does he have here on the positive side i'd like to see mario kart that uses bike as an optional vehicle do they not have okay so he's literally talking
3: about bicycles because they do have motorcycles
0: (laughs) yeah okay uh Which you can maneuver in more technical ways than cars. Plus, you could have a special controller to simulate the pedals. Oh, my God. God.
3: Labo has that, doesn't (laughs) it? Oh, no, it has like a foot pedal where you press down. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you know how Nintendo is regarding peripheral on its consoles. The only problem I see is how to compensate for its lack of speed in comparison to the other vehicles. Also, the name wouldn't make sense since bicycles aren't motorized for the most part. So maybe the game would have to be named Mario Wheels. I don't know. On the negative side, having to ride a bike on a game that employs mechanics from Klop would be
1: a hell of frustration. That's true. I think he means Quop. I think he means Quop. No, Clop is a game. Clop is a real oh, game. Oh, he, he means Klop. Oh, yeah, okay. isn't that
3: a horse one? Yes. yes.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's the same idea, though. So, yes, I agree. That would be actual hell doing that, probably. Uh, bonus what experience what's your experience with bikes irl do you know how to ride one if so do you frequently use it
3: okay before we go um, on to that i, I want to mention tron because light cycles are awesome yeah, yeah they're right. always yeah. like the coolest thing happening in any kind of tron property um yeah. also what is that game it's like an it's like a side-scrolling anime game where you start the game immediately on a bike and you crash into something and the whole point is to like keep your bounce going as like long as you can
1: Ah, oh, shit, I know what you're talking about. I've played that, It's too. like an old Flash game, that? right? Yeah. <coughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, there's, like, bombs that you throw your character into, and then he just flies up into the sky. Yeah, and you want to go
3: as far to the right as you can get. Someone in the chat, I'm sure, or someone listening to this oh, knows wasn't there, it is. like? is.
0: Didn't, like, PewDiePie make his fortune by playing, like, Happy Wheels?
3: Yeah, Happy Wheels. Yeah, that's another one there.
0: Uh okay experience with bikes i mean i rode one up until i could drive a car so and then i didn't anymore because i moved to a city where biking is much harder to get around than the town i grew up in
3: yeah i can ride a bike i really like riding bikes i don't have a great bike i just have a single speed because last time i did have a nice bike it got stolen and single speeds are cheap um Mm -hmm. i don't use it as much as i would like to sure John, do you know how to ride a bike?
1: Oh yeah. Okay. No, that's that's one of my main forms of exercises: pedal bike. Sure. Ride. All
3: right, John, you want to take this next one?
1: Foxy the Kid <laughs> writes in and says, "Every time I swipe through my app list, an error occurs saying Mario Run has stopped working. I haven't opened the app in months. Is my phone haunted by the ghosts of a puzzle runner past? <laughs> also, are there any apps on your phone you haven't deleted yet but really should? Possibly due to spending money or a voice in the back of your head saying you'll use oh, it soon. Oh my God!
0: Yes. Yes." First of all, you should delete uh, Mario
1: Run if if that keeps happening. I still have Me Tomo installed and that doesn't even work. That's anymore. Uh, that's wow. weird. <clears throat> it's that's still weird. on my front page and I keep accidentally clicking it and then it
3: keeps saying, yeah, this doesn't exist anymore. I don't know why you're delete it this. off your phone right no. now. Everyone take your phones no. out. We'll do this together. <laughs> Everyone needs to delete three apps. I have a uh, like an arcade <laughs> folder, which is whenever games go on yeah. sale, I just put them on my phone. Or like I pick them up and then I play them eventually. But I have some games I don't think I've ever even started. Like Human Resource Machine and I have Device 6. Like all these games that I understand are fantastic, but I just don't really play them much. I still have PUBG on my phone for some reason, despite playing it once. Mm -hmm. Most of the time it's a it's it's (laughs) games that I plan to get to eventually.
0: I haven't used my Facebook app maybe since I've had this phone. Oh, this wow. I use, phone.
3: I use it like all the time.
0: The only reason it's on here is because you need it for Messenger, which uh, people in my family message me on constantly.
3: Sure. Messenger yeah. is also like the worst app
0: ever.
2: Yeah.
3: It is yeah, so it's pretty bad. bad. Yep. Uh, VGC Kenny, does last mean from last week or... Did you do that? Uh, no, that's just, yeah, that's just part of the okay. uh, in my city. A local pizza place has two arcade cabinets. Recently, they switched both of them out. NFL Blitz was swapped out for something called Target Toss Pro. And even stranger yeah. Tetris was swapped out for Cruisin USA. This is some downgrades, man. Um, yeah, this particular cabinet of Cruisin does not have a seat. What are some weird arcade swaps you've seen in your lifetime? I'm going to say none. I don't think I've seen an arcade around long enough to like switch out its games. Yeah, I've, I've seen like, a lot of them.
1: The university I used to go to had a bunch of arcade games and then they slowly started turning turn them into pool tables instead because apparently they just earned more money. Sure. sure. Yep.
3: You know the the <laughs> old theater near my parents' house, they definitely had upgrades to their arcade, but I never spent enough time in there to know what the differences were, but uh, the Guitar Hero machine they have right now definitely wasn't there when I was a kid. But I don't know yeah. what it replaced.
0: Uh anytime there is a switch out, it's always weird when it goes from a trackball to a normal thing and they don't like properly put in a new control board or anything like that, but otherwise I don't see I don't see any weird ones where like this used to be a car game and now I'm playing Tetris while sitting in a fake car or something. That would be pretty would funny be though. Yeah, that would be great for sure. Uh, Where are we? Okay. Dragonfire says, what is your favorite and least favorite Mario Party minigame? My least, least favorite, favorite is, called is Mario Party.
1: The, my least favorite is Bowser's Big Blast, the one where you just pick a random plunger and hope to God it doesn't kill you. Okay.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow. I don't think I could think
1: of <laughs> no, uh, like a specific no, no, one. No, no, it's not. That's I realize what it is now. There's okay. one mini game in Mario Party, I want to say it's four or five, where you literally just rotate your stick once, and then you randomly just get either money or not.
0: Cool. <laughs> Amazing.
1: It's awful. I hated it. And it kept coming up during our fucking playthrough on TRG. I was so pissed.
3: Again, I'm just going <laughs> to say anyone that is entirely luck-based sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree um although i don't think i can really pick like a good one because they don't like stick in my head i mm. i played the most of three as a kid i think there was one where you were like you were pushing snowballs around and then you had to like knock people off the top of a mountain that, that one was okay i guess
0: Hmm. i don't remember any because i don't play those types of games sure. generally john
3: your favorite mario party minigame that is a good
1: question uh i can't think of one right now yeah. but i yeah. know i know there's one that definitely exists
2: mm.
3: all right well you got the next cool. questions
1: oh dual dungeons i think that's the one i'm thinking of like it's where you have two you're in splitting the teams and then you each have to like move platforms around to help the other but there's also like jumping and attacking and stuff okay uh we do have or dungeon duels maybe that's the one i'm thinking of so, uh, there's one more question here on, or there's two actually on the list, but I also forgot I have some of these. Okay. okay. So what do you want me to read out? Do you want me to read Rasterman's question or do you want me to do these? Uh, no,
0: we'll keep going here with these and then. Yeah, let's finish up the,
1: the email
3: ones and, and then we'll switch to that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Rasterman says, happy world egg day. Here are a couple of egg related questions. This is this a real
3: thing? Who's your, f- okay. yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. I believe it was yesterday. I'm sure you got was, lots yeah. of tweets
3: about it we finally caught I got a fair
1: amount yeah who is your favorite egg related video game character from any media form their relation to eggs is up to your interpretation yo i love vincent price's character egghead from the 60s batman okay yeah and i'm sure i'm sure he was in like one of the lego batman games <laughs>
0: probably yeah i i love it because his whole like
3: reason for existing was egg puns that's like the mm-hmm. only thing it's so dumb I got a good one um this show garfield and friends the uh no. oh sheldon sheldon yeah, the, whatever whichever one stays in the egg i guess yeah that makes sense because the other one's already hatched with the legs out very good yeah. wasn't the other one's name like booker or something something like yeah that.
0: yeah that sounds about right. <laughs> i mean you should know i guess That's, yeah some, that rings a bell paul uh egg tangentially egg related I'm trying to think of something like that's not just like <laughs> Eggman. I mean you or could whatever y- Yoshi Billy Hatcher um, like probably Yoshi because he's basically a free jump <laughs> so yep. pretty helpful also he eats stuff and I can like I can understand that character Sure. uh f- Sorry. Oh, there's more. Sorry. Yeah,
1: next, part two. Since someone already asked what's your favorite way of having eggs, what is your least favorite and why, if there's a reason? Fabergé, because you can't eat it. That doesn't
3: count, mm. but okay.
1: <laughs> All right, then what's that, like, thousand-year egg or whatever the fuck it is? Like, the, the super rotten egg.
0: I have no idea what you're talking oh, about. Uh, yeah, what the hell is that called now?
3: Is this something people eat? this is like yeah. a thailand thing i was just about to, maybe we're thinking of the same thing i've been in like um uh like uh asian uh restaurants or or ones that have like bubble tea and they'll have eggs that are kind of black looking in like a like a that's pot. the one it's in like a yep. soup yeah is that the one yeah okay, i've never had that aren't they just hard-boiled yep. eggs though in there No, they're like rotten
1: eggs or something like that that's just been aged or something like that. I forget what the deal is. There's
0: a name for it. I I just can't remember what the hell it is.
3: Someone said sentry egg in the chat. I don't know if that sounds right. I don't know what that That is. That sounds right. Like, yeah, I have no idea what that is. That's a hundred year old egg. I'm going to look this up. Sentry egg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hmm. Sentry egg. Preserved egg. Is a Chinese preserved food product delicacy made by preserving duck chicken or quail eggs in a mixture of clay, ash, salt, quicklime, and rice hulls for several weeks to several months depending on the, on the method of processing. The yolk becomes dark green. Okay, this sounds awful. Yep. I guess that's my actual answer, but for eggs that like I typically eat, um, yeah. I feel like... You know, I like scrambled eggs, but they're kind of just always, like, the most basic, like, lowest form of egg. Because if you're trying to make something else and it fails, you can just make scrambled eggs. But if the scrambled eggs are, like, wet, like, really wet, that's gross. Yeah, I agree
0: with you. They have to be fluffy. Yeah.
3: And sometimes, like, you'll get them, like, when you're going to, like, a stampede breakfast. You'll get, like, bad, wet, like, runny. And it's usually because they're from, um... Like the boxed egg thing, like the, you just like pour the eggs onto the thing. Yeah.
0: Or we're like sitting under a heat lamp or in like a container of some sort where they got rubbery. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. Yeah. Agreed.
1: All right. And the last question, do you have any egg related anecdotes that you would like to share? This question is optional.
0: Egg related anecdotes. No.
1: One time I streamed and talked about eggs and then it became my marketing. There you go. I have a shirt about a, your eggs.
3: That's true. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll take this last one from Tebe. Have you guys played Persona? I know John has. What is your favorite one? Four. Five. Catherine.
1: <laughs>
3: yep.
0: That's the right answer. That is
1: an acceptable answer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, it's time for Letters. P.O. Box. Got a bunch from our friend. Putting them in the correct order. Cool. Alright. So usually he does these with trivia, so let's see what happens this time around here now. Roller Coaster Tycoon was and still is a great game to sink hours into. I know many of my friends put much more time into it compared to the other AAA games released at the time. But it's shocking how much the opposite does not apply. Rollercoaster Tycoon 1 has surprisingly few man hours put into it. How many programmers worked on the PC version of the game Price is Right rules.
3: Oh, two.
1: Probably three. Okay.
0: Oh, god damn it. I'll say four. <laughs> I was going to say three.
1: <laughs> Guess what? We're all over. $1. Wow. Yes. Only yeah. one okay. person worked on the code, and his name is Chris Sawyer. He wrote 99% of the code in assembly, which honestly sounds disgusting. He made 30 million. Way to go. Good for him. All right. That was August 13th, August 20th.
3: Oh man, we're only in August, congrats there's on so many solving, still coming. Congrats
1: on solving the riddle. I didn't realize John actually read the back of these, but it meant I had to give no hints to that on the front, which is nice. What is he talking about? Oh, the, uh, so last time we did one of these, there was a bunch that were marked off with certain like letters we had to figure out the phrase oh. to. Oh yeah,
3: no, it was words missing, wasn't it, to make a sentence? yeah,
1: okay. yeah. I didn't get no hints of that on the front, which is nice. I probably should play Undertale at some point. Oh, yeah, that was the phrase. I have not actually played Undertale. Right. Oh, right. Uh, I probably should play Undertale at some point, to be honest, maybe during Christmas. I already have an yeah. idea for next year's back, back memes, so I don't have to dig into that bag of memeage yet. <laughs> okay. Anyways, here's an easy question How many levels are there in the original Super Mario Brothers? 32. Unless you're counting Minus Zone. Yeah, eight worlds.
2: Yeah,
0: I'll defer to you because I don't want to do the math in my head.
1: 32, 8 worlds, 4 levels per world, yay math. Yep. Number 3. August 27th. I find it funny how often Nintendo puts sprites into games where you would really expect polygons. For example, the painting Mario was trapped in in Luigi's Mansion. He's not a model, but a few thousand slightly different images. Another weird one was Mario Kart 64, especially when games like Diddy Kong Racing use models for the racers. Regardless, you could still tell by the size which racers were light, medium, and heavy. Weight, that is. Out of the eight racers, which of the eight racers were heavy?
3: This is for <coughs> which Mario Kart? 64. Okay.
1: So, for the roster, for those who don't remember, is Mario and Luigi, Peach and Toad, Wario and Donkey Kong, Yo- Wario and, and Donkey Kong, and Bowser, and Yoshi? And Bowser and Yoshi, yeah.
3: I'm gonna say Wario, Donkey Kong, and and... Uh, Bowser. Or Bowser.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yep. Bowser, Wario, and Donkey Kong were the heavy characters, yep. a bit slower, but they could knock the light characters right around. All right. Yep. And the last one, September third. Did you know there are over 800 Pokemon? If you don't, well, I already did a question about that not too long ago. I'm glad I I'm that memorable. Well, let's just talk about their types. What is the most and least common Pokemon type? I'll list most of them below in case you don't know
0: oh geez most and least come in
3: least is probably dragon no i think it's like fairy fairy oh actually fairy. they like retroactively switched a bunch of pokemon to fairy I'm still i think gonna i'm gonna stick it. with
1: dragon i'm still sticking I'm, with dragon yeah
3: i'm gonna stick with fairy
0: yeah me too all
1: right so you guys say fairy i say dragon what about most
0: probably fire
1: yeah it's pro- I'm probably gonna say water. i'll go with grass i guess Water is the most common, and ice is the least. Oh,
0: all right. Okay.
1: They have 133 and 40 Pokemon, respectively. Also, I just realized uh, the listing he put for uh, the names, the types, was listed in a way that it reproduced the Lost comic. So it says, is this Lost? Yes, yes, it is. Great. That's (laughs) it. That's it. That's what I got.
3: Thanks, everyone who wrote in. Again, if you want to send in questions for next week, it's topdownrespective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and as you can see, John's P.O. Box. What's your game of the week? Face the North Star.
0: The missing J.J. Macfield on the Island of Memories. And I'm
3: going to go with Forza Horizon 4. Uh,
0: Cool. Yeah. I put uh, here in housekeeping, sure. I saw that there were a few people saying like to those, like, what are your favorite podcasts or whatever? We got a shout out from a few people on Twitter and just wanted to say thanks. That's cool. cool. Yeah. It's always you. great to see that people actually listen.
3: <laughs> I'm trying to see if there's anything Patreon I'm supposed to do. Yeah. You're going to
0: have to do the th- submission request. Ah, yes. I guess I should have
3: done that yesterday. So I'll do that shortly. Yep. All right. We'll be back next week. Thanks, everyone. See you later.
1: Bye, everybody.